0: How do you start your day? Do you hit the snooze button five times before rolling out of bed? Are you complaining, grumbling as you shuffle off to get that first cup of coffee? Well, how we start our morning is worth thinking about because how you start your day has a big impact on the kind of day you have. And that's what we're gonna talk about here on Simply Sud. all want to live well, do good, be happy, but how do we do that in the middle of our regular routine of kids complaining and laundry to fold? How do we live well, do good, be happy with big jobs and full lives? Well, I'm Polly Campbell, and that's what we'll talk about here on Simply Set. Well, hello there. Thanks for joining me here on the podcast where we talk about the practical things we can do, and by practical, even the things that I can do, and if I can do them, you can do them, to live well, do good, and be happy. And today we're talking about how to power up with morning habits or rituals that we can use to really elevate our day. And I am thinking a lot about this right now. Uh, Because this week, my daughter went back to school after a long summer break of sleeping in and Having adventures and lots of rest, and nobody wanted to get up this morning. she was grumbling from the get-go and of course, a change in her routine changes my routine right and And I think about that a lot because I used to be a night owl, and then I would love to sleep in in the morning and then start writing later in the day and And that has all turned upside down since I've gotten married and had a child and The rest of my family has to get up early. So I go to bed early now and I get up early. And a couple of years ago, I started getting up really early, around 5.15 in the morning because I wanted to create a series of habits that would support me. I was getting up so tired and just kind of draggy and I don't love getting up early and I was having a hard time getting started in my day. And I started to look at some things I could do to change that morning momentum because I would get stuck and then I would start the day late or slow, not get the things I wanted to do done. I would feel stressed because I had things backing up on me. And uh, I developed a series of morning rituals. They're very simple. They're things I can do without thinking about. But I've really found in the two years since I've been doing these, my power morning, that It's really elevated my experience. I'm more creative. I'm more productive. I'm less stressed when I get my daughter up. Even in the rush of the morning when we're getting her off to school and I'm going to work, I feel a lot less anxious than I did. And that alone has helped me start the day on a better note. I'm not the only one who does morning rituals, of course. Ben Franklin, you know, one of the founding fathers, he started his day at 4 a.m. pondering what he would accomplish in his day. I wonder what his day looked like. Like, what would Ben Franklin's to-do list be? Um, Proved that lightning is electricity, built a country, eat in France. So I think his to-do list is a little different than mine is. But still, um, I do get up early and I do ponder what is going to happen in the day ahead and how I want to feel about it and respond to it. Ernest Hemingway described his riding ritual as starting just after the sun began rising. Margaret Mead, the great cultural anthropologist, would get up at 5 a.m. to write about a 1,000 words. Oprah fits in a 20-minute meditation and a short workout followed by a healthy meal in her morning. Self-help guru Tony Robbins does a strict, deep breathing practice, and look it up, man, when I'm saying strict, it is strict, and a gratitude check. But these aren't one-offs. These are practices that people do every day to stay healthy, alert, engaged, creative, and creating the kind of life they wanna live. When I started reading about the ways people started their day, I decided I wanted a piece of that. And rituals can really do that for us. They create a sense of calm and control that help us stay grounded and on track. And when I say on track, I'm not just talking about getting things done, not the busy work. I'm talking about engaging in your life, elevating your life experience, and really enjoying the time we have on the planet. A ritual is any set of actions and procedures. It's it's usually more than one thing, and not so many that you can't remember them. And they are repeated and performed in a meaningful or ceremonial way every day. I perform my morning ritual in a quiet manner in the same place of the house and I give pause. I do three or four things each morning. I'm going to tell you about them in a minute but I pause during the transitions of each just to be mindful that I'm moving on. You know when we think of rituals we think of uh, churches Um, but families have rituals in their own household. You know one of ours is we sit down to dinner together And we give a goodness or a gratitude every night. Or you might have a set bedtime routine to get the kids to bed or help you develop your own sleep schedule like I spoke about a a couple weeks ago. Many of us have a particular way of celebrating birthdays and other occasions in our household. Often we stick candles on a birthday cake and blow those out and that is a ritual. All of these actions and behaviors are a way to provide meaning the experience we're having connection to others and usually if we choose the right rituals and behaviors they give some insight into ourselves and they can help us understand ourselves better i mean think about it graduation ceremonies marriages funerals there's all a certain amount of ritual involved in those and they provide us an opportunity for emotional expression and contemplation and connection all of those things, right? In fact, when it comes to grief or experience of loss, researchers Francesca Gino and Michael Norton show that a short ritual can even help us deal with our feelings of upset and anger and grief. The ritual of a funeral gives us a little sense of control. You often hear people talk about it as a way to have closure, right? Although I'm not sure there is any such thing as absolute closure. It is a resolution to that particular moment and then we move into our grief or our lives in a different way. Rituals at any time of day can help shift our awareness and our energy. They can brighten our experience. Even singing the happy birthday song before eating the cake can enhance the flavor of the cake. According to research by Kathleen Vose, she found that people's attention is peaked when they perform a ritual that helps them be more involved in what they are eating or drinking. She's a professor of marketing at the University of Minnesota's Carlson School of Management. When a ritual is performed before we eat or drink, it can actually enhance our taste of the food. It tastes better. The birthday cake is so good. Is it because we blow the candles out and sing happy birthday? (laughs) Maybe. But choosing some morning rituals can really start your day off from a power position, one of high energy and positivity, and add a little swag to our day and energy. What else do we need in the morning but a little extra energy? So let's talk about how we can create our own morning rituals. First of all, what is the tone you want to create for your day? I want it to be more engaged in my day, more enthusiastic, more energetic. And that's a tall order for my morning because uh, I'm pretty stiff and sore due to the chronic illness and because I just told you I don't like getting up in the morning. But I want it to be excited about the day ahead. I want to intentionally set the tone. Um, If you're seeking more motivation or greater physical strength or you want deeper relationships or connections with your partner or child, you want to pick ritual activities that support those things. So for me, I wanted to feel more enthusiastic about work, more connected to the routine around the house and more energetic in my day. After you know what it is you want to create, what are three actions you can take to support those things? For me, it was clear I needed to get my mind and body moving in the morning, and I wanted rituals or habits, as some people would call them at some point, to focus on physical, emotional, and spiritual health. Now, my ritual has become a habit, but it's the intent and the deliberate quality I give to each experience of my morning that creates the ritual for me. So I was looking for rituals that would support my physical, emotional, and spiritual health. So my morning ritual is this, and I do this about four to six days a week, and sometimes I deviate a little bit, and that's okay. This isn't a job. This is an optional thing, but when I stay within the bounds of my ritual, I, I feel really connected, and I feel pretty positive about the day ahead. So here's how mine works. I get up. I usually do hit the alarm one time, but I get up, real early at 5.15, and as I told you in the, in the episode on habits last week, I get up and I get dressed for the gym without even turning on the light. I have my clothes on my dresser. I put my gym clothes on. But as I get up and sit on the edge of the bed, I give my I take a deep drink of water every morning, mindfully, and then I give a gratitude for the day. And then I'll get up and I'll put on my gym clothes and I'll head out for a 20-minute workout. Always, once in a while I go over, but usually it's a 20-minute workout. Then when I come back, this is what I consider the meat of my ritual. This is where I really have time for some self-reflection and awareness, and this is my favorite time of the day. I'll come back, I'll sit down on the left side of the couch, I will hold a cup of coffee, and I will take a minute to savor that coffee, my favorite part of the day and then I'll put the coffee cup down I'll set my timer for 10 to 20 minutes depending on the mood I'm in and I will meditate and sometimes my meditation just looks like being present simply becoming mindful and noticing my thoughts other times I might do a quiet chant um I I do it all kinds of ways but my meditation time is really my quiet time to turn inward to notice my thoughts uh, my feelings and the sensations around my body and to be mindful. And I'll do that for 20 minutes. And after my meditation, I take another pause, take a deep breath, probably get another cup of coffee most days. And then I'll sit down and do my morning pages. I write three pages, uh, kind of stream of consciousness, writing morning pages routine in a spiral notebook. I do this every morning. And then I study. I have uh, usually a work or attitude or personal development or psychology book that I'm reading about life or growth or writing, something I want to learn. I'm I'm reading about storytelling right now. I'm reading about creative development. I read business books. Whatever it is in the moment that inspires me, something I want to learn, something that excites me something that inspires me for my own work or as a person to learn about myself and become uh, better or more connected. I, I consider that part of my morning ritual is really my continuing education time. And then at the end of my reading time, I give gratitude again. I say three things aloud. Sometimes I will write them in my morning pages, in my journal but often I say quietly three things I'm grateful for. I choose different things every day and I say them aloud and then I take a deep breath and go into my day. It's usually time to get my daughter up or get dressed or take a shower or get breakfast going, take the dog out, whatever is next. When I do these things, a a short workout, savoring a cup of coffee, morning pages, writing in my journal or uh, spiral notebook, meditation, and then uh, five or ten minutes of reading for my continuing education or my personal study, I feel ready to go. I feel excited. Even on the days when I'm still physically tired, if I haven't slept well or didn't get enough rest, I am emotionally and mentally connected and inspired and, um, and really eager that sometimes as I go into my day I I will listen you know to the rest of my podcast or whatever I listen to a podcast while I'm I'm working out sometimes I'll come back to that as I'm puttering in the kitchen getting breakfast made or whatever it is I'm doing but those components are how I start every day at least four days a week and often six days sometimes I sleep a little later Sunday if I'm here by myself and nobody's around I'll do it every day in the week because I really find it helps me get grounded when I do that right? So know what you want to intend for your day. What is it you want to create? Deeper connection, more creative uh, experience, expression at work? Do you want to feel more excited in your life? Do you want to feel healthy, more spiritually connected? Find out what it is you want to create for yourself And what are three actions you can do to get closer to those things? You know, meditation is part of that. A physical workout is part of that. My cup of coffee and my mindfulness is part of that. And the study, the continuing education is really my inspiration to fuel my creative energy. Okay, Choose three things that you can easily access and repeat pick things that you don't need a lot of supplies for because that really gets in our way. Keep this simple. And you can do more than three, but you really don't want more than six because it becomes really cumbersome. You might even start with with three and then increase. You know, for a while it was the coffee and the meditation and the reading for me. Those three things happen every morning. And then after about a year, I added in the morning pages as part of that. Sometimes I don't get to the reading time. It really depends, but I spend time on each of these things as often as I can and different lengths of time each morning. Evaluate how much time you have for your morning ritual, how much time you want to spend, and then uh, go ahead and set a timeline for each part of it. You know, my workout with the, the drive and the workout is fairly long. So my meditation is often 10 minutes long, not more than 20. But my first sip of coffee and savoring that is just a couple minutes. So each part of these are uh, set at different timelines that really accommodate my schedule. And I get up in time to do them. So if you have a half hour in the morning before you start your day with the the noise and, and busyness of our schedule, then choose a ritual that will work within that timeline. And and so you don't feel rushed so that you can really give attention to the areas that you're choosing to really enhance your life. You know, you're setting the intention that will guide the rest of your day. That's not, that is not a small thing. So get a sense of what your ritual requires, the steps, the things you're actually going to do as part of it, and then schedule it. Decide right now what and when you'll do your morning ritual. Tomorrow morning, where are you gonna be? the key here is to make sure you can do each step so it really rises up and becomes part of your life and a part of supporting you and what you want to feel and accomplish in your day it's a personal practice to support you the quiet is a big big aspect of this though to me to be ceremonial about it uh, to be reverent It needs to be quiet and I I prefer to be alone. I don't do this when my family is up and moving around. That's why I get up so early to do it. So find a quiet space where you don't have to feel self-conscious, where you can take a minute for some inner reflection and really be deliberate in what you wanna create uh, in your practice, your ritual practice, and that will infuse your day going forward. I talk about finding silence in episode 13 because I think it's huge. Life is so noisy. And I think that quiet time, that silent time is really powerful. And for me, you know, the coffee alone is worth getting up for. I I don't love early mornings, but I love that first sip of coffee in the dawn when it's quiet before the animals are running around. The kid is jabbering and singing. The clients are calling. Find a quiet time in a comfortable space. No the mood and the energy you wanna create and carry into the day. Then choose three things, three activities, writing in your journal or prayer or meditation or coffee drinking that will support you in creating those things in that moment and going forward into the rest of the day. That brings us to the Simply Start segment while listening to this podcast i want you to get up right now and get the supplies together you'll need for tomorrow will you burn a candle as part of your ritual then get it and move it to the room where you'll conduct your practice you need a notebook and pen are you going to do journaling as part of your morning ritual or gym clothes you need to pull your exercise bike in by the tv you're going to go to the gym Are you going to burn incense read the bible read a book play music turn on a special light Whatever. Get your stuff together now. Put it near the place you're going to be and get ready for tomorrow. Then consider the time this will take. How long will each of these practices take you? How long do you want to spend on them? When do you have to be ready to go for work or family or chores or whatever it is you do next? Then set the time, set your alarm, and get ready to go. And try. Do this for at least four days a week for one month and see how it goes and let me know. In the beginning, it might feel a little cumbersome. You might fall asleep if you're getting up real early and that's a change or you might have to look at your notes to figure out what you want to do in each of those moments. That's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect, right? This is practical stuff and don't do anything that you don't want to do. This should feel good and supportive, a way for you to connect to you and the energy of the moment we have now. So, Figure out what supplies you need, the three steps you're going to use to create your morning ritual, and the time involved and where you're going to go. And get started. Try it for four days a week at least, minimum, and do it for a month. And let me know how it goes. You can track me down on my website at www.imperfectspirituality.com. That's my blog. Or contact me through Twitter at PLCampbell. And let me know if it's changed how you feel about your day or maybe it's hard to do in the beginning and you need to keep at it a little longer all those are normal responses but i will tell you what when i got in sync with this and it took me a couple of months to really get on the rhythm of it it's been a super powerful part of my day and it's one thing that makes me look forward to mornings and i am a night owl, so this is a really special time for me in my day now I always read something that inspires me or find the things that inspire you and do it. You know, a friend of mine smudges her workspace with sage before first thing in the morning. She says a short blessing. Another dons a special riding hat before going to work each day and her is part of her morning ritual. Another walks the dog in the quiet without any music or podcasts or anything. And she does a meditative form of walking. Steve Jobs, the founder of Apple, he used to look in the mirror as part of his morning ritual and ask himself one key question. If today was the last day of my life, would I be happy with that? So that's an interesting approach on the day. If you've got this time, a morning ritual will help you power it up and use it in a way that not only feels good, but also inspires the world. Get creative, have fun, and infuse your day with that good energy from the get-go. Whatever rituals you decide to create, just remember to include a few unique and significant repeatable steps. Make sure they're meaningful to you so that the rituals support you, ramp up your appreciation, add deeper meaning to your life. And that brings us to the Simply Nifty segment. And today's idea is to get a gratitude stone. Gratitude is a biggie, and it's a part of a lot of what I do in my life. And I think mostly because, number one, it makes me feel good. It grounds me instead of being all stressed out all the time. It reminds me that things are working pretty well. And it's also super easy. (laughs) I need easy, right? If I can do something easy that's going to ramp up my life, I am so in. So today I want you to go outside like actually in nature, you know, that can be your lawn, that can be uh, a tree growing in the sidewalk, that can be a park, that can be uh, a nature hike if you're super ambitious or a mountain or wherever you want to go, but get outside and search for a stone. Pick up a stone from the edge of a creek or a garden or something you find in the park or even an odd rock you find on the edge of the sidewalk or road, something that catches your notice your attention and this is your rock. You're going to put this on your nightstand or by your desk or in your pocket and every time you see or feel this stone you're going to give thanks for a different thing. Gratitude is a powerful ritual but we forget to do it and the power is in the doing. That can connect us to the whole bunch of energy in the universe and the best part of ourselves and help us appreciate others even more. So start the simple gratitude ritual. Pick up a stone, one that feels good and smooth or captures your attention, and every time you see it or every time you touch it, give thanks. Give gratitude. Be grateful. I think that practice is simply nifty. And that's it for today. Are you going to start your own morning ritual to power up your day? If so, let me know what you do. Drop me a note, imperfectspirituality.com, and you can also sign up for my newsletter there, and we're in touch twice a month, and you can Reach out to me that way, in a personal way. Or you can tweet me at P.L. Campbell. I'd love to hear from you and learn how you have decided to power up your mornings with your own personal ritual. Simply said, I think these kind of morning rituals can help us live well, do good, and be happy. (laughs)